Burdens and blessings and goodies and sleep time, even lawless deeds. Yeah, I gotta do something. This is the Truth in Words and Music podcast, episode 139. Hey there, Tony here. I've uh, been somewhere else. I haven't been here in a couple of weeks. I'm sorry about that. A lot of things are going on and some good, some not so good, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to get right into the podcast today and and, uh, check in with you. I want to see if you've gone from burdens to blessings lately. You know what I mean by that? Do you ever feel like old man river? You know, just keep rolling along, bearing the burdens of the world and unable to do anything about them. You got troubles? Big troubles? Well, here's a newsflash. So does everybody else. There's not a person on the planet who isn't dealing with serious problems right now. But there's a way to go from burdens to blessings. You want to know how? I mean, it's not a secret. Here's how. Well... I'm not recommending singing the blues till your troubles disappear, um, like a video that I shared on my website. Uh, you, you remember seeing that old movie, Showboat? There's a couple of scenes in there where one guy's singing about, Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. And then singing, Old Man River, he just keeps rolling along. Well, let me, let me not get into show tunes right now, but uh, let's see. I just want to get you in the mood to face burdens head on. But, but I'll get right back to that secret. Here's the secret. And like I said, it's not a secret at all. To go from burdens to blessing, take the focus off you. Yep. If and when you take the focus off you and figure out ways to help others with their burdens, you'll do something the Apostle Paul described as fulfilling the law of Christ. Hmm, let's take a closer look at that phrase, the law of Christ. Notice it doesn't say the Ten Commandments or God's law or the Mosaic law. That's because there's a, there's a distinction between those phrases, uh, you know, like the Mosaic law and God's law, the difference between those and the law of Christ. Well, how did Christ, who's also Jesus, sum up the laws? He said, here's the first law, you shall love the Lord your God, And the second law, and love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, on these two commandments hang all the law uh, uh, and the prophets. On those two commandments, which are loving commandments, you shall love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. All of the commandments, you've heard of the Ten Commandments and, and all the rest, they all hang on those two laws. So the point is, you can... You can bear someone else's burdens, and you can fulfill the law of Christ, which is to love the Lord and love your neighbor. Hmm. What do you think the most important commandment is to God? Of all of them. Not to murder. Not to steal. Not to lie about someone. Not to honor your father and mother. None of the above. If you said none of the above, you win the prize, because the most important commandment from the very heart of God is to Love. Without love, nothing else much matters. After all, without love, 
anything and everything becomes just a matter of opinion. Think about that today. And, and as you do, see if there's anyone you could help through some tough times, whether it's emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, or anything. It makes no difference. Just love your neighbor, and your neighbor, your neighbor might live in the same house as you. You know, find a way to, to help, to care, to love. And that will turn your own burdens into blessings. Have you already done that today or this week or any time? I'd love for you to let me know about it, and, and I'd be glad to share it with anybody uh, else who's listening here uh, because people can understand that if someone else is going through the same thing or something similar, they'll understand that this truly does work. And uh, if you have done that, enjoy those blessings, okay? And don't forget to thank God because without Him, you don't have any blessings. You just got a bunch of goodies, you know? You might have a house full of things, but could a lot of goodies actually be mm, bad? Could a lot of goodies be bad for more than just your health? Yeah, can you have too much of a good thing? Mm, yeah. Can you have too little of something and not even know it? Mm, yeah. Why is it important to know these things? Because they can make a difference in your life now and even where you'll spend eternity. God says having a lot of goodies without love is not as good as having a salad with love. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Could that be true? Well, I believe it is, and I'll show you. The actual words God uses go like this. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with trouble. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fatted calf with hatred. See that dinner with herbs? That's basically what we'd call a salad, like I talked about. And if, it's, if that's all you have, but you have it with love... It's much better to, to have than, than steaks and all the trimmings if they're just served with hatred. Isn't that a cool thing to know? What is it saying to you? That it's important to know what food to put on the table? No, it's showing you how important love is. It doesn't matter what you have or how much of the cool stuff you have. It, if you don't have love, you have nothing. The next time someone invites you over for dinner and they have a lot of goodies on the table... Watch to see if everything is served with love. Are there smiles and laughter, handshakes and heartfelt conversation, pleasant glances and pats on the backs? Those are all signs of love and compassion, and those are the goodies you should be glad to share. Well, how about sharing your love with someone else today, the way Jesus shared his love with you? Do you have love to share, or just a lot of goodies? I hope you can say, that you have the love, and I hope that you will share it. Um, God's Word said that his, his Word will not return to Him void. So if you're sharing His love and you're sharing that with others, it's not going to be um, just going out there and dissipating and fading away. And it'll help you sleep at night. You'll, you'll have, not only will it take care of the daytime, but it'll help you sleep at night. Is it hard for you to fall fast asleep at night? That's kind of leading into my next point. I, I wrote a song called Fast... Uh, fast. It's called Fall Fast Asleep. 
and it's a lullaby song for kids that I wrote a few years back, and it's part of a collection that I called Lullaby Bye. In the lyrics, I said, leave the world and cares behind you. Are you finding it difficult to fall asleep because you can't seem to leave the cares of the world behind you long enough to sleep? You're not alone. Again, this is not just you that's dealing with this. Lots of people are troubled, troubled, and with good reason. We live in a shockingly troubled world. If you're one of those people looking for but not finding answers, there's truly only one solution. Put your faith in Jesus, not yourself, not your country, not the president, not even your parents, kids, husband, wife, or friends. Only Jesus can help you fall fast asleep. He lets you know that not even tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword can separate you from his love. Now that's peace of mind uh, that will give you restful sleep. Try it today. Um, I shared a video to the song Fall Fast Asleep on TonyFunderburk.com forward slash fall fast asleep. And I believe that's what it is. Let me double check here. Yep, that's what it is. But since you're here on the podcast and this is not visual, here's the song Fall Fast Asleep. Yes, my love, I do adore you. Hear my heart, it's beating for you. Private memories we will keep. But for now, fall fast
okay. You think that put kids to sleep? <laughs> Hello? Are you awake? Wake back up. I've got a couple more things to talk about here. I, w- I wanted to talk to you about lawless deeds. Have you ever heard of that phrase? Have you ever committed any lawless deeds? You know, you've broken any laws? Or are you perfect? It sounds kind of like an old-fashioned expression, doesn't it? Lawless deeds. Well, what does it mean? Well, like I said, have you ever broken the law? Maybe even one or two you got away with? Have you ever committed a crime, even if it was something as menial as stealing a piece of candy? Well, anything like stealing, lying, cheating, and a long list of others falls under the category of lawless deeds. And there are those deeds which can cause you some discomfort in this life, and then there are those deeds which can keep you in eternal punishment. And they mingle together. It can all become overwhelming to try and keep score. In fact, you can't do it. When you keep your own score, it's tempting to measure yourself against others in the world and feel pretty good about yourself. I know, I've, I've been guilty of that. You know, I've looked around and I thought, hey, I'm a pretty good guy. But when you measure yourself against a standard of perfection, you realize you're pretty small, literally and figuratively. So the question pops up, what's the standard of perfection? Is there one? Does anybody know what it is? Okay, show of hands. Oh, oh right, this is, this is not visual again. Well, can you think of any example of perfection? I can. Of course, if you've been following me for any time at all, here on the podcast or on TonyFunderberg.com, you know what answer I'm about to give. But for those of you tuning in for the first time, the answer is, for the standard of perfection, Jesus. And let me tell you, you don't measure up to Jesus. But the good news is, he doesn't expect you to. In fact, he knows you won't. He's been observing us for about 6,000 years, and he knows us better than we know ourselves. After all, he created us. You're a creation of God, even if you don't believe in him. And he saw how you and I could never live up to his standard of perfection. He saw how we failed time and time again, and he loved us so much. He made a way that all those lawless deeds we commit in our lives can be forgiven and forgotten as though they never happened. You just got to do one thing. It's hard. It's very, very difficult. You probably can't even do it. You want to know what the one thing is? A little three-letter word, actually. Ask. Ask him for that forgiveness. And the forgiveness that he has says he will forget them, those sins. He will remember them no more. I hope you'll ask today. If you haven't already, um, what's holding you back? Really, what's holding you back? Time's running out, and more quickly than you can imagine. You might not even get another full day to choose life. You know what? Be blessed. Be forgiven. Be intentional about asking right now. I promise you, forever and ever, you will not regret it. It's something that you can do for yourself, and it's something you can do for God. Are you willing to do something for God today? I promise it won't be for nothing. You may be asking, well, what can I do for God? 
Well, I hope that's the question anyway, and not a question of why. The answer is simple, really. Consider what you're good at, then figure out how to use that in a way to spread the message of God's love in your circle of influence. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you're a singer, writer, illustrator, photographer, plumber, electrician, butcher, baker, or candlestick maker. It doesn't matter. The point is to use your gifts and do something. And like the old saying goes, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. When you put your trust in the Lord, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Those are words right out of the Bible. That means he'll help you do what you do best. You don't have to know how everything's going to work out, but you do have to know that eventually it will. That's called faith, and faith is the evidence of things hoped for but not seen. So stand on your faith and do something for God today. Yes, you can. You can do something for God. Now, on my website, TonyFunderberg.com, I shared the lyrics to a song that I wrote called Do Something. Do something. Do something. I'm emphasizing that for a reason. Come on, do something, okay? Anyway, I shared the lyrics there, and I said on there that if you'd like to actually hear the song, you'd need to subscribe to the podcast. Well, here you are on the podcast, so here's the song, Do Something.
Okay, I hope you will do something. And that does it for the Truth in Words and Music podcast, episode 139. I hope I helped in some way, and I want you to know, as always, that I really appreciate your support and that it means the world to me. It truly does. And if you would like other places to be able to share what I'm doing with others, uh, tell them they can find my books on Amazon.com or Smashwords, or you could go there and um, 
you can see the, uh, I think it's 16 books on there now, for mostly for kids. You can subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you have, please leave me a review on iTunes. It helps me get into the rankings there and get this word out to even more people. You can circle me on Google+, follow me on Twitter, watch my videos on YouTube. A couple of uh, fairly recent ones are up there, actually. You can even find me on good old Facebook. And there are other social media links that you could click on to uh, share. And, you know, hey, it's good to share, right? So this is Tony. Till next time, may God bless you and keep you. <laughs>